Hello and welcome back to the Super Mega Clash podcast, the podcast companion to your wrestling fandom. Now, this show is going to be featuring the highs of, say, the WWE in New Japan to the lows of some really obscure indie that should maybe never exist, but they somehow get people involved. This show that I'm going to be covering this episode... Mm, I'm thinking it's going to be in the in the lower half of the spectrum than than uh, than a five star show. Let's put it that way. It's five dollar wrestling, uh, hosted by Colt Cabana and Marty DeRosa. Obviously, Colt Cabana, huge star in the independent circuit. It's a shame he didn't uh, he didn't get anything decent out of uh, out of a big company, but that's just the way it goes. And he's happy with what he's doing he's making money he's a huge star in the independent circuit so why not and obviously marty de rosa doing well in the stand-up scene and with his with his own wrestling podcast um well not wrestling podcast it is a podcast i believe called wrestling with depression which i recommend also obviously art of wrestling but i didn't really have to say that that one's quite obvious this show is five dollar wrestling all gimmicks needed which I've, actually, have I got that right? Yeah, it is. All gimmicks needed. Uh, you can find it on highspots.com or if you've got their highspotswrestlingnetwork.com subscription, I believe it's only $7.99 uh, after a seven-day free trial, so it's worth giving a go. I didn't realise that it was two years old. Um, I thought $5 wrestling was still going. It's just never really been on my radar Uh it's 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 one of their eye pay per views, and I knew I wasn't expecting a high a high high watermark when it comes to quality, but ooh, it was it was definitely a, a two hour block of time that I kind of wish I had back, but yeah, it was so bad it was almost good. I was surprised to see Caleb Connolly involved. Um, yeah, wearing a dress as well. I'm going to try my best not to give away any spoilers to any of the matches just in case you want to watch them when you've got the likes of of Samoa Joey Storm Maverick One Horned Liger uh, my personal favourite in terms of names Porkchop Cash Jr you know you're going to be in for a star-studded night of quality action so I don't want to ruin it for you but every match um, quite rightly needed a gimmick and some of these gimmicks were funny as well. Uh, they were, I believe, they were all all uh, recommended or requested, I should say, by by people on Twitter. And you have, uh, let's see, loser must wear a dress and ring announce the whole show match between Dynamite and Mister Sleazy. Dynamite, he's got some moves, all the wrong ones, but he's got some moves um, against Mister Sleazy, who. Best way of putting it is a Joey Ryan Val Venus uh, style uh, wrestler with a little bit of a weight problem. So you could say still Val Venus now um, as Captain Cannabis. His videos are just cringeworthy. Him freestyling in the car. No, you're a whiter than white boy. You're so pasty, it's ridiculous. You look like a motion stop. Um, wow, tangent, sorry. Just Val Venus nowadays just makes me cringe so hard. Uh, it was, it was, none of these matches were that good, if I'm completely honest. They, they, they weren't, but 
it, it passed the time. So you've got a Loser Wears a Dress match. You've got a Vince Russo DVD on a pole match featuring Storm Maverick, who has a, a dodgy look. I'd say he's definitely one of those faces that you, you'd see on a wanted poster for, I don't know, bothering dogs. I think that's the best way of putting it. Yeah, he looks like a dog botherer. Against Green Machine, who looked just resplendent in his in his in his horrific neon green singlet. Samoa Joey, white boy being Samoa Joe, best way of putting it. And then King Jeremy Snaker, who who was the cliched Undertaker indie ripoff, and he must have done about a dozen sit-ups during the show, which half of them, what was the point? Just stand up, but no, he needs to. He needs to work his core, he needs to sneak in that ab workout, because by God, if he's going to have a match, he's not going to exercise as well. That's too much exertion. It wasn't really that much of a match. It wasn't, it wasn't. Just Samoa Joey and Green Machine fighting out on the floor, and Storm Maverick uh, working the submissions, if I remember correctly. It was it was really, really weird. Uh, you got Mask versus Mask, Match versus One-Horned Liger and American Idiot. I I I love the gimmick that they've got that the the wrestlers can get ta- a talent violation uh warnings and it kind of puts them on probation if you're too good you can't work uh, or you're warned that if you carry on being that good you can't work and I believe one horned liger got that once he he could he could he could jump off the top rope it wasn't the prettiest of things to see but he still did it and and yeah Colt Cabana uh, mentioned it quite often on commentary that he might need to get another warning. And and what I like about this show is this sort of example of they are not trying to be good. They know it's going to be bad, so just go along with it. If you start to be good, you're ruining the fun of it, you know. It's always like whenever you had physical education, PE or sports when you were a kid however you want to put it just think back there were always the pure garbage people at it just they they're doing it because they have to but you just know as soon as they get the ball or 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 whatever it's just going to be messed up this is five dollar wrestling in that context but then you've also got the people in your class or your team that think they're the greatest or they think that they're performing on the highest stage so they they put in a hundred million percent but it doesn't matter because it's only an hour you're just having a kick about you're not being graded on it just have some fun but no they've got to be really good and five dollar wrestling wipes that out and it's great the next match again not very much going on and it is the friend that you're thinking okay you took a swing at it but don't a pinata lego death match uh cabana's favorite named wrestler colt 45 uh against little donny mike levy and terry houston white new jack i never ever thought i'd say uh that there was a white new jack but terry houston is that is that white new jack and it's ridiculous. He comes out to Natural Born Killers, and I was rolling. I really was rolling. He's more likable than you, Jack. He is. He's not stabbing people or throwing people off of ledges or 
just calling people out on YouTube that I'm aware of. I might need to do some, some further looking. But he's still a garbage wrestler. Oh my god, is it bad? And and I strangely want to see more. It's car crash. It really is car crash viewing. I really don't want to watch it, but at the same time I do. And I kind of got a little bit invested in the characters. I'd be lying if I didn't say that I wasn't supporting Terry Houston during this match. But I was. You know, the the, the spots on the Lego, it, it was it was. It was it was funny, although it's been seen so many times with Lego gummy bears. I can't remember uh, who used gummy bears instead of pin uh, pins thumbtacks. I'm gonna have to go on Twitter and find out. I'm gonna ask ask around and see what happens. That'd be for a future episode, people. But it it still got a laugh out of me. As I said, I'm not gonna spoil any of the results um, because I I want you to I want you to revel in this in this awfulness slash greatness however you want to put it really uh, there was a six pack challenge that only involved two wrestlers because four didn't turn up and also the commentators were drinking the diet cokes that were technically a six pack JC Steele Steel even against uh, Porkchop Cash Jr uh, Porkchop Cash Jr there was a little jingle because he, he should have his own fast food shop Shop, restaurant, store, chain, whatever. Roll with me here, and it it, it it was one of the better matches on the show. I want to say, but I don't because I don't think it was. I'm just gonna refresh myself. Actually, I'm putting it on now, as you can hear, because it was terrible. It really was terrible. Hang on a second. It does look like fun. I will give them that. It does look like a hell of a lot of fun. And $5 is all that it should be. Ah, this is what I remember now. I've got it on now. JC Steele looked like a budget George the Animal Steel because he's wearing he's wearing a whole singlet, but I know that George the Animal Steel didn't, but his back is hairy. Not, you know, you've just reached the end of your teenage years and you've got a couple of patches on your back. This is, he has proper hairy back, hairy shoulders, everything is hairy, apart from his head. Which, again, is like George the Animal Steel. even moves around like him. But I think that's just because he, he has no idea what he's doing. Um, the impression that I get from, from $5 Wrestling is they've got minimal wrestling training. There's no psychology. And there's no finesse or technique in any of the moves. But they're still putting on something that, in a weird, strange way, is entertaining. And, and they... They do invest in it. It's just, as good old JR would say, it was bowling shoe ugly. Especially if you're against someone called Porkchop Jr. who will not stop shouting about how angry he is and how he's going to use his anger to beat JC Steele. Uh, you had, just shows the budget again, step ladder, step ladder match. Red Solo Cup versus Raider Rock. I know I put this on Twitter, at Super Mega Clash. But if you look at Raider Rock and then you look at Jimmy King's son from Ready to Rumble, they are doppelgangers. Well, Raider Rock is a little bit skinnier, not by much. And he's wearing uh, Ultimate Warrior face paint. But they've both got the same set of messed up teeth, similar face anyway, and just same technique really, because Jimmy King's son wasn't exactly the greatest in that film. 
although he wasn't in it that much, and Radarock isn't either. And against Red Solo Cup, he wears all red. And the grandma was liking him in the crowd. Yes, there was a grandma in the crowd. Back in her day, it was five cent wrestling. And the match was pointless, but I was still getting invested in it. I was trapped. Especially when it came to the two out of three falls match for the $5 wrestling title between the Pride of Canada, Jeff Hart, who is decked out in neon pink. He's got a tash on the go. He looks like, I don't want to offend, but he looks like a stereotypical Canadian redneck, I guess, would be the best way of putting it. He... he, just comes out and he's obviously the heel of this and he's against Big Donnie who is over twice the size of Jeff Hart I love the fact he's called Jeff Hart I've heard he's Kenny Omega's favourite wrestler as well or one of his favourites which is mind blowing but obviously there's a reason he's good at he's good at being a heel he can heal up and he can really rile a crowd I'm thinking like Dudley boys at Heatwave where they told a mother and daughter that the daughter was taught how to suck dick by the mother. That sort of level against Big Donnie who he's huge. His belly in this spandex leotard singlet. His belly comes down to his knees. I'm surprised he I'm surprised he was able to move as much as he was because I I I've seen people around that are almost as fat, just as fat or fatter, that just struggle to move and they're in one of those motorised wheelchairs, motorised scooters, just because, you know, their legs are shot from having to carry that weight. He He's able to carry it off. Not just that, but he is the $5 wrestling uh, champion. Blows my mind. He beat Freight Train, I believe. We'll go on to Freight Train in a moment, obviously. The three falls were, if I remember... A 13 chop match. First person to get 13 chops wins. And they got to be in a row. Just silliness. But it worked. A first man standing match. Jeff Hart wasn't exactly a skinny fella himself. But he was still, he, he, you know, capable of getting up easily. And Big Donnie getting up, forget about it. So there's a spoiler. That's going to be the only spoiler for you. Obviously it goes to the third fall. Big Donnie wins the first one. Jeff Hart wins first man standing, which I'm surprised I've never I've never heard of it being done before. Or I've I've never thought of it. It's it's a simple concept that I think could be done more. To be honest, so it's just a waste of a bit of time. Get two fat people to lie on the floor. Right, first person to stand up wins. Don't know what they'd win, but it'd just be entertaining to see. And then that third fall was a body slam match, which kind of gives it away as well, but. Never mind. It's just... I said earlier there was no psychology, but I kind of lied. Because there was the psychology of Jeff Hart trying to pick up Big Donnie, but obviously he can't because Big Donnie is a big old guy. <laughs> and it's 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 funny to see it escalate. And, and then the post-match angle, I'm... Really surprised that Jeff Hart wasn't hurt. Not having a whole lot of training might be a little bit of a problem when a guy that could legit be about £500, maybe even more, 
goes for a splash, you need technique so you don't crush that person. He does three, well, he does two splashes and a running elbow drop. The first splash looked fine. Second splash, he didn't care. He was like Dynamite Kid, just launch. Unprotected. And he just lands all of his weight on Jeff Hart. I'm really surprised we weren't having Canadian bacon with those pancakes. It was, it was, it was horrible to see, but at the same time, it was impressive to see him take it. And then the third one, he did this weird running elbow drop where he hit him but kind of slid off. I don't, I, I don't know how he managed to get this momentum because he is a big old boy. <laughs> He's a big old boy. Hit the elbow drop, slid off, and almost did a baseball slide out of the ring. I want to see a more agile wrestler doing that. Talking to Kenny Omega, I'd love to see him try and do that. Do an elbow drop and then slide under the bottom rope. It's just like, yeah, I'm off now. Bye. Just it. I think it was just because he was so fat. Newsflash, Donnie is fat. Big Donnie is fat. But just it blew my mind that someone that size could do it. And I will give them the move of the night, actually. For guys that obviously weren't that, that well-trained and that big, the DDT, the lifting, impaler, gangrel, edge sort of DDT that Big Donnie does to Jeff Hart actually made me gasp because it looked so good in in, in context. It looked so good. And it actually looked impressive. So for that, I'll give him a move of the night. And then then I'll just quickly go on to the main event of the evening. The I Quit match between Jake Mandy, as as his opponent calls him. Jake Manning of High Spots against Freight Train. Freight Train, obviously, is a freight train of popularity. His promos are things to admire. Go onto YouTube, type in Freight Train Five Dollar Wrestling. Just watch any and every of anything that, that is under those those names because you're just gonna have a laugh. I would pick out specific ones, but there's just no point because you'll be missing out on so many others. Just watch them. Freight Train is usually interviewed by Jake Manning because he was the interviewer, the promoter, the booker. He was he was a catch-all, but obviously he had turned heel and he wanted to destroy. Uh, $5 wrestling and this was a big match between Freight Train and Jake Manning. Freight Train obviously trying to fight for the honour of, of the honour I know the honour of $5 wrestling and it was an I quit match which was eh, it was okay it's not the greatest I quit match but it's not the worst um, I will give this one note I didn't know that Jake Manning uh, ever wrestled Obviously he did, because I'm learning. Um, I liked how he healed it up before the match, where he spat at the camera. That was great. That was great. I I miss that sort of thing, where it's it's not just I'm a heel because I say something nasty. He's actually embodying it a little bit more. He's spitting at the camera. Like you don't have to spit at people, but you know, spitting at the camera is fine. He's just showing some more repulsive behaviour. I want to see more of that. And for it to be at a five dollar wrestling show surely shows something that it should be done on a higher scale. It really should. 
the I Quit match itself, Jake Manning had to do a lot of the work. Obviously, Freight Train isn't isn't a, a Zack Sabre Jr. or Dean Malenko when it comes to, to wrestling. Jake Manning might as well have threw himself through the table himself, although the table didn't break. <laughs> Twice it didn't break. It took a toss from the top rope and a choke slam, and it didn't break. Then, arguably the funniest moment of the show, Freight Train splashed him through, but he hit his face on the bit of the table that came up. So I see the middle goes down, and then the rest levers up. He hits his face flush with the table. Uh, yeah, and he just shrugs it off. But he shrugs off everything. If you if you were complaining about Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada at Wrestle Kingdom 10, where Okada didn't really sell much of the leg. Wow, you're 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 gonna have you're gonna be having nightmares when it comes to watching Freight Train because Jake Mandy worked Jake Mandy. Jake Manning worked the leg a little bit and was hitting him with the chair. Hitting him hitting him with the chair in the knee. Freight train weren't moving. He didn't even flinch. It was Road Warrior Hawk <laughs> level of selling. But all that being said He's hugely popular with the crowd. Everyone's woo woo, and <laughs> yeah, the crowd love him, and that's the key thing, I suppose. There's there's lots of examples throughout history where selling yeah, don't really need it, you know, it's fine. Just carry on with the show. There are times where Hogan didn't sell much. There's a times when Warrior didn't sell much, but look at them; they were hugely popular. I know it's going to sound weird saying that at some point, but they were hugely popular when they were in the ring at some point, whilst they were no-selling. So I think Freight Train might be on a bit of a winner there. The Actually, I was going to say that the the finish to that match was a little bit disappointing, but it wasn't, because it was disappointing, but in $5 wrestling it's not. It's perf- It perfectly encapsulated. I'm not going to ruin it, but if you get the chance, watch it, and you'll you'll be there going, huh... Actually, that makes perfect sense. So, if you get the chance, check out All Gimmicks Needed. There's, uh, I believe, there's another couple of shows on the High Spots Wrestling Network that you can watch. But also, also there's a fair bit on HighSpots.com anyway. But there's also interviews with Raider Rock, who has the teeth. Dynamite getting robbed for some reason. And there's two other shows as well. Not as long, so you know you can you can uh, you can digest it a little bit easier. But I I don't want to recommend it. But guess what? I am. If you get the chance, uh, check out Five Dollar Wrestling. Uh, all gimmicks needed. Who knows what's going to be up next? If you want to request anything, please do. You can you can tweet the show at uh, Super Mega Clash, all one word at Super Mega Clash. Or you can email in uh, talktotheclash at gmail.com. But for now, I'll be leaving you with that just to give you a little bit of homework. If you want to watch it, please do. It is, it is a fun show nonetheless. And yeah, see you next time. As I said on Twitter, I'm going to be trying to do a show about the Royal Rumble, uh, the importance of the Royal Rumble. I'm also going to be doing a Royal Rumble that stuck out for me. Um, I'm either going to pick the one that I first watched ever or I'm going to pick the one that I had on VHS and I rinsed. I watched it a hell of a lot. There's also going to be a show where I'm going to be reminiscing about the early days of watching it on Channel 4 for myself. 
that will be coming up in a couple of weeks time and we'll just be getting the shows out uh, as regularly as possible for you to enjoy out there so for now check out all gimmicks needed by five dollar wrestling check out the the little mini dispatch i did on nakamobi and stripped of the intercontinental title in new japan and i'll see you all next time bye bye <laughs>